You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Favorite Nation Nam and Great World podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pans as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us in our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy is panicking as it's less than a month to rivalry. If nice dice are your vice, be sure to check out DiceOfWar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you want to pay for something you could get for free, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan Two-inch mind marker, Gosling. You always have to keep measuring. Always. And Lee, tone deaf, Parnell. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Who said that? I, I, yeah. I was, expecting, I was expecting you to say that one, so you just caught me completely off guard. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to episode 71, the one where we can't read the room at all. <laughs> Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Battlefront's really tone deaf trailer. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so well, we will be talking about that to a certain extent, but um, no, we'll be doing faces, basic. Oh, sorry, internet famous first because we have a new patron. Woo! So I'll be ha- saying hello to them and what they're going to be getting out of this. Not a lot, frankly. <laughs> Not a lot. Why, yeah. Um, faces, basic, something, something where we talk about what we've been painting. Mm-hmm. News in the front, which about what we've been playing, if anything, because not longer we we call the last episode. That is true. Well, let me looking at the new Warsaw Pact book for um, World War Three Team Yankee. Uh, we'll then go over events, and then we'll shoot and scoot. <laughs> so yeah, so Eddie, do you want to introduce our latest patron? Our latest patron is a Michael Mrs. Robinson. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more this than you will you, know. Mrs. Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> um, thank you very much for sponsoring us on our Patreon supporters blog page thing. Was it yep, our Patreon? Now he'll be getting access to our Discord. So you can come and join our lovely little community as we talk about painting and playing and asking all the weird questions and what the hell Eddie was talking about in the last um, yeah. re- re- RTFM. And correcting all of the, uh, yeah, correcting all the rules mistakes that I've been... All, all the mistakes That's brilliant. Uh, read, read the manual. Well, I yeah. kind of have. It's science. Uh, you definitely didn't read it. Um, it's you know, science. Axe- I could see, I'm, I, it's all the long con, you know. By the time I get to the ETC, if anyone's been listening to me... <laughs> oh, my God. Complete anarchy and confusion reigns, yes. <laughs> Um, you also get access to the podcast no, no, no less than 24 hours early. Last time it was about three days. I actually forgot to turn it on to everything else. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I just forgot I hadn't actually set it back off private. So, yeah. You got a really good, you got a really good exclusive period. <laughs> yeah. And also access to exclusive um, events such as our Patreon-only um, and Officer Answers and the like. Yeah. And who knows? One day we may actually get around to doing some exclusive content. One day. Yeah, I'm still, One day. I'm still trying to work that out. Uh, exclusive content and, and swag. We work and on swag. swag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are working yeah. on swag at the moment. And so, uh, yeah. if my sultry voice sounds even more sultrier, I'm hoping we have a difference. We've actually uh, invested some money back in some recording equipment. Yeah, so yeah, this will be, this will be a fir- our first purchase we use with your lovely patron money. Is yeah, to, we managed um, to, com- you know, Lee got a refund of the tickets to Barbados. <laughs> Barbados, the Isle of Wight. Just... Yeah. 
I don't know, Richard Yeah, well, fortunately, I got no. mixed up and it wasn't actually Barbados, it was Beirut, and it looked like a lot, <laughs> lot less. Oh, no, no, I was, that wasn't a commentary on how much it was. I just thought, yeah, I saw that PO ferry thing. I mean, I presume that it's now like 1500 quid to get across the channel because there's no ferries. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be swimming to the ETC. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Belgium. Uh, Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. That, that's that's a lot easier for a swim than Poland, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, um, so, yeah. Tim jokes all round, yeah. Yeah, so we've got our. So, Eddie's got the first mic. We're going to see how it goes in this episode. Um, so, let us know if you do notice a difference. And then <laughs> we'll. Um, like say, German, because it's a German microphone. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll. Yeah, then we'll um, get some more mics and um, hopefully all be at the same standard. So, yeah. So thanks, thanks everyone for your um, support so far. Yeah, no, it's it's is awesome that people are willing to give us money for something they could get for free. Also, Eddie's now started his own, um, you know, one of those uh, adult lines. So you know, the enhanced. Yeah, it's not an OnlyFans. I mean, there's no video content. It just takes. No, it's just a, a, ASMR hobby. You know, what slowly, slowly open the. Oh, I spilled Devon mud everywhere. Oh no, uh, I'm so filthy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mucky boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, now we're going to lick it. To- oh, I'm going to taste disgusting. No, no, don't lick it. Oh my god, you're not allowed to lick the the nib of your paintbrush, let alone anything else. You had to buy <laughs> the world's most luxurious water pot. I'm still waiting for you to write that review, by the way. <laughs> the water be 23 pot. pages. <sighs> yeah. Is it just say what's the point of this over and over again, like in The Shining? Uh, it's just like you know, I love Games Workshop. I wish they made Games Workshop pants. Hashtag. I think they probably do. They probably do somewhere. They make jeggings. Stormcast Eternals. Stormcast Eternal underwear. Yeah, it will just say my, uh, something like, um, "Yes, that is a bolter in my pocket." <laughs> On the front of them. <laughs> Just, just being like we could we couldn't think of anything witty to write, but it doesn't matter because no one else but you will read this text anyway. Fanar, 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 Thunderhammer. I have actually played a game. Oh my god! Shot car. I know, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I played my first what of two Flames games of War? actually. No, uh, Warmaster oh. Ancients. Oh my god. Warmaster Ancients. Yeah, okay. Warmaster Ancients. So six millimeter Roman legionnaires, which is what I'm basing right what now. What period? Uh, they are early imperial. Okay. So it's all about square shields, baby. <laughs> um, yep. But just yep. so you know, today is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, even. The tournament. <laughs> yes. The tournament. The tournament is on Saturday. What tournament? <laughs> The, the, the Warmaster Ancients one. Oh, okay, yep. And my models are glued to the base and I'm applying the basing material now. Are you using contrast, at least? Uh, I hadn't thought about that. That's a good idea. I think that work really well at that scale. Are you using Sahara Born Sand as your basing No, because it all washed off. It, yeah, it's all over the off- my office bloody windows is where it is. Or, no, or yes, horrible. my car was absolutely covered. We had to, for, for those who, listeners who don't know, uh, in the south of England, we have a weather event where sand from the Sahara Sahara Desert. Sahara. Um, Sahara. It was the Sahara, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the Sahara, yeah. It was picked 
got picked up and turned the sky a unearthly shade of yellow, which is very cool. A sickly mm-hmm. shade of yellow, yes. Yeah, and then which I took, you know, I thought was another portent of the apocalypse. I didn't oh, pay it, much attention. It completely was because did you not see that there was an earthquake near F- Fukushima again? Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, on the same day, it's like oh, oh great. Coincidence. Um, so when it rained, uh, it rained sand, and it was very sa- you know once the rain evaporated, we had this fine Saharan sand everywhere, and uh, listen, friend of the podcast. Mike Everest realised that it was the most premier basing material going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but by the time I got out to my car with a dustpan and brush, it had rained again with normal boring English rain and washed it all away. Yeah, thanks, Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> the um <laughs> it, it was very, very weird. It was a weird sensation. Um but yeah, no, Warmaster Ancients, awesome. Game. Oh yes. Very good. Is it just like Warmaster? Yes. But okay. Ancients. Well, no, I got that bit. Um, <laughs> so the base is the same size. We're playing in 6mm, but you can play it in 10 as well. And you can also mix scales because it just doesn't look too dissimilar. As long as you keep the base sizes the same, obviously. Um, so you've got a tournament on Saturday on it, though? Yeah, yeah, the Guildford Games Club. Um, so... Out of interest, we actually played the game before. You're going completely cold into this. I had my two games this week. Right, I'm sorry, two... that's what you meant. All right, yeah, two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two whole games. Two, well, not really whole games. Oh my one, god! One was half points, and the other one we kind of timed out. Um, so, so yes, is the answer. Yeah, well, you know, it's Roman Legionnaires, the Space Marines, right? Uh. Yeah, just don't go marching into any forests. Yeah, do, you never come out again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and do uh, refuse flank and you're good. Give me back my legions. Uh, yeah, I did want to watch um, Gladiator to, to really nail that speech. Did, did you? No, no, that might be tomorrow night whilst I'm painting. Oh, I, I, I just meant, did you? Like, as in you, you wanted to subject yourself to Gladiator again? It's, it's a good choice. film. Is it? Snobby snob, yeah. It's not snobbery, it's just not very good. In worse. Maximus Decimus, who it is. Exactly, see, there you go. Father to a murdered son. Owner of a cop's et cetera, dice. Et cetera. Exactly, etc, etc, etc. If you find yourself walking through towers of hobby, <laughs> do not fear, for you're in the hobby stash and you're already dead. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you, you you died in a landslide. Mm. Yeah. If that did ever happen, though, all we could get on your uh, your epitaph would be he went the way he would have wanted. <laughs> Covered in toy soldiers. Covered in toy soldiers, yeah. Bathed in toy soldiers. Turn up to the afterlife. Are you all right, Ramses? Yeah, yeah, check out my army. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> You've got a load of terracotta soldiers? You, honestly. You're doing this wrong, mate. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, how are you fancying the chances in the tournament? Uh, if I can not, if I can finish the games, I'll be happy. So. Is it is it a tournament or is it an event? Uh, it's a tournament. There's a competitive game scene that's going around. But what I like is the fact that it's all it's all available online, so you can literally Google and get the full rule book. Oh. Um, like army a modern, builders, a modern contemporary rule set. With living um, there's a couple of versions of it. 
Oh god. So there's like there's the one that's as published, which I think is what we're playing, and then there's like the revolutions, which is one where the tournament scene fixed some known issues. So there's already a schism, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean this game it came out in what the late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, Warmaster was, I think. It would be actually as uni. Yeah, that'd be about right actually. Yeah. I, I dated it by the fact the picture of the GW tape measure in the uh, rule book. You dated, you dated <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, okay, that's uh, that's definitely late nineties then. It's the oh it's God, the red it's the red it's the curved edge Aquila sorry logoed with the red locking latch, um, which post dates my yellow rocker latch Games Workshop tape measure. So it's definitely not early nineties. It's going to be late nineties at that point early 2000s there you go uh have you guys played anything <laughs> sorry i'm just i'm just aghast now at the uh yeah the level the, of detail the, i have about games the, workshop tape measures. Co- correct yeah <laughs> aghast i tell you uh i haven't played anything since we recorded the last podcast and they'll be hopefully playing some games tomorrow night in the barn <gasps> oh yeah Oh, yeah, at least, more, not, at least um, I'm not going to go play games and then paint the army. Well, that's, where's that? So I'm going to use my already painted North Africa stuff. So. You're going to use your new shiny deck deck. I yep, yeah, I should be. Yeah, well, it depends. I, I'll have either them or my Brits. Depends which. Uh, <laughs> how the Italians use. turn up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see any of those. Your Sherman's was looking lovely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I'm just just starting the second platoon, so I probably won't use the first platoon tomorrow. <laughs> or to run over some poor Dak with their... This is a bit harsh, yeah. yeah. I think I'll be waiting the for him to Catches up on that, but uh, yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting as well, there's that peer card, isn't there, actually, in the command cards? You there is, yeah. It's fair, yeah, for doing like the Sicily-style um, rifle platoons and the like. Mm. But... When, does that, when does the Boinger meter come in? Is it is it in that transition between North Africa and Sicily? So I don't think it appears in Tunisia, though Battlefront used to put it in the books. I think it is Sicily it does make its first appearance. Okay. But I can't remember for sure off the top of my head. I just, I just wondered because it's quite an iconic thing and it, it actually, the idea that it doesn't quite turn up till sort of after the mid-war period is almost concluded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to yeah. the bazooka where every man is... Dog has turned up with one in North Africa. Yeah, literally right from the start, the Americans make their appearance. They're carrying yeah. around, you know, what they're using for the rest of, rest of the war. It's, uh... Yeah, <laughs> this works. That's quite a theme, though, isn't it? They, they, they kind of find a formula that works and go, yeah. Yeah, does it work? I suppose it's, it's. I mean, by the end of the war, it's certainly showing. It's certainly showing its limitations. It's well, yeah. <laughs> Although the poor saps they take it to to Korea are probably, you know, we're probably in even the worse situation. But... But, yeah, but aren't they armed then with a the super bazooka? Uh, yeah, but even the super bazooka wasn't that super. I just, I just like the idea that they couldn't think of a better name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's trademark. You know, you got, got, got to stay on brand. Is it a brand? Is bazooka a brand? Speaking of brands, yep. If World War Three does actually happen, do they have to rename Team Yankee World War Three? Uh, there won't be anyone around to actually right. Okay, worry about yeah, it. Got, got that. Yep. <laughs> it's low on the priority list of the yep. um... <laughs> Excuse me. 
So, so, so given that they've actually gone ahead and released that trailer um, for now, is it worth talking about? Well, how about we actually bit. do um, faces bases and that for when we're yeah. uh, all right to the. So, Duncan, have you actually before we do that? Let's finish off the news to the front. Duncan, have you played any games? Since uh, the last? No. Right. Good. All right. Well, we're done. We're done that bit then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> faces bases. Right, Eddie. What, so, are you going to be painting some Romans by the sounds of it? <laughs> yes. Uh, Allegedly. Romans. Um, it'll be Romans. Getting those finished, and then uh, on to my Carivery list. Yes, which is less than a month. Yes, which yeah. definitely isn't armored cars and crocodiles. Oh. <laughs> Your fire-breathing gorgonzola. You've changed, man. It's a... Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> I have got the Peter Pig models for the French Resistance, though. Oh, they oh excellent! Up. Yeah, they turned so, up. They're pretty good. I had some traffic signs and stuff like that knocking around for French city names from when I did my British. I'll dig them out if you want them. Uh, yeah, might be worth having a look. Okay. Be fun. You should, use the, models, um, you should use the... You should use the... Uh, what do you call it? Um, rural bases. Oh, that would be so good. I think I've got some knocking around. <laughs> well, course. yes and no, because they're not on Battlefront tabs. They're on Peter Pig ones. Yeah, but just slap some green stuff around it. Yeah, it's extra time though, isn't it? Or sand. I just filled mine with sand. Yeah, it's an extra month. I've already got a month, sorry. An extra month? Extra month's worth of work. My God. <laughs> My God. Feels like it at times. Yeah. So they've arrived though. So you got your Peter Pig. Um, how could you describe the facing on them? They're actually pretty good. These ones are nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting some pictures up on the blog when they're actually assembled and sprayed. Maybe even painted. Who knows? (laughs) I like to see what they look like. I mean, certainly you can't get the Battlefront ones for love and money these days. Are they they an end of life blister? I don't think think they brought brought them back out with D-Day, put it that way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, blimey. Yeah, then they'll yeah. be like rocking horse poo then. Exactly. So, um, the only other thing is uh, Peter Pick having to put the prices up again um, simply because their cost of materials have gone up by like 100%. It's ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah, just everything's going up mental. Genie. So, I mean, they weren't, I suppose, where they weren't super cheap anyway. Uh, no. No. They're, I mean, I'm not, not, not besmirched yeah, that they it, were about it, it, market rate, but... Yeah, exactly. They weren't, they weren't expensive. No. But they were, was it £3? They used to be £3.30 for eight models. And they went to £3.75. And I think now they're going to uh, they're going to have to put it up to £4.10 for a standard pack. Mm. Okay. Which makes it, you know, about £15 a platoon. <coughs> Ish, mm. give or take, depending on how you're actually going for. Uh, it is what it is, isn't it? Frankly, yeah. I mean, which is still cheaper than second-hand Battlefront rocking horse poop models. Well, Absolutely, yeah. Well, at least they're not recasting yet. <laughs> yeah. Not, so, not that PP recast anything. I just meant, you know, there's not a market available for recasters. Well, I think the um, 
3D printers have put an end to recasting. Probably at some the, point. The three D print material is cheaper than the metal for recasting. <laughs> That's probably true, actually. So yeah. Everyone else doing any hobby? What have you got? Uh, uh, yeah, you. I say you've got your Brits on the go, haven't you? Yeah, I got my got the second trooper Shermans. Um, got their sand color airbrushed on. But nice. um, yeah, I just need to get the camouflage done next. The airbrush. Just can't redo really while podcasting, so I have to wait till tomorrow. Is that the wiggly bits? Because you use the modelling putty, don't you? No, not modelling putty. Sorry, the um, masking putty. Masking yeah, putty. Yeah. So yeah, it's just use that on there to get the nice hard edged camo looking proper. Are they all um puttied up then? Yeah. So no, because the problem with the putty is because it's like a, effectively just a very viscous liquid. If you put it on, you'll find it moves overnight. And you'll come down, find it's like dripped off or just... Oh, with <laughs> so you. So yeah, you really just do it before you actually need to. So it makes for a, a long evening. But that's why I only really do a troop at a time these days. Cause yeah, that's a lot of work otherwise. otherwise. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Fair it doesn't take long. I mean, it's very stuff to, easy stuff to use. And it's very quick to put it on and get it off again. But um, you can't really pre-mask it at the end of the evening, ready for the night next night you have to do it just yeah. in the day mm. nice mm-hmm. yeah what about you Dan? Uh I'm still assembling T-34s endless <laughs> endless T-34s um, although I have had uh, a nice little surprise turn up the uh, mid-war monster or not they're not mid-war monsters are they anymore the um, long barreled Semiventis um, have turned up oh excellent so I've got three more of those to finish off my Herman Goering. Uh, actually, it's not Herman Goering. Wait, is it Herman Goering? I can't remember now. It's either Herman Goering or Hock and Deufmeister, um list that I was looking at for doing Stugs. Although I do need some short-barreled um, Semiventis, possibly. Because I think Hock and Deufmeister had um, a battery of each. I think right. I, I think so. I remember my um, Road to Rome book properly. Yeah. I think they had, they had one of the um, long-barreled anti-tank and then one of the sort of artillery-esque uh, 75 did, mils. Yeah, do they have the 105 as well? I know, some, no. I know the 105 appears somewhere in that book. Yeah, there's there's the 105 sh- knocking around, but they didn't. I don't think they had them. Okay. Um, there weren't that many. I think there were only 40 or something. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there were. Yeah. Almost a prototype, basically. But yeah, but yeah the um, they they're quite cool. I forgot how cool they are, but they, they, it's weird. I open the box to have a look at everything, and you forget how like sport you are with plastic tanks. Well, <laughs> I haven't assembled yeah. a resonant metal one for a while, and I was just looking at it going, uh, I mean, probably, like, it's not a bad casting, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with any of them. Um, they're just, just looking not at it going, right. yeah. yeah. Well, we a, it's not a quick job. You need to sit down and you know put invest some time into actually putting them together properly rather than kind of just going, oh, just <laughs> just knock together. Like, I've just knocked together a T-34 in, I don't know, 15 minutes. It's probably not going to be 15 minutes to knock together one of, the, one of those. Although, <laughs> it does depend on the, the quality of the casting. I will say that. Yeah. If you get a very good casting, like if it's a new, an obviously new mould or something like that, they, they, you can get them to fly together because it just depends on where the tracks line up usually. Yeah, quite happy with those. That'll be quite a neat, like, a neat little list. I'll have to. I'm still. I think 
they'll be fine with Midwar. We can have a look at that for Italy or Sicily. We Italy, won't it? Actually, rather yeah. than Sicily. But yeah, they're pretty cool. Like them. So yeah, they've turned up. Um, and I, I actually did think about Carivari um, this week in terms of, oh, I really probably need to think about a list for that. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Um, I don't even know when the submission date is for that. Uh, that's a good question, actually. Yep, it's a very good question. If you know the submission date for Carivari... Then uh, write to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got... A, I've, I'm getting dragged all over the place that week. So... <laughs> I, I, I am not looking forward to it. I think I'm going to be a tired little bunny. Right, this have a good carry on the Saturday night. Yeah, exactly. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll, uh, that'll be good. I just I need to. I might take my Americans. You know, I might actually take the the list that wasn't the um, second Indian head stuff. Yeah, play with saying you know how it works. I, I don't know how it works. I've never played it. Oh, great. <laughs> well, no, I have played it. That's a lie. But it's it's been a while ago. But yeah. I'll, uh, I'll invest some time into looking at that. I'll probably need to just play some games with it again. Um, it's either that or it's going to be a variation of the, the Keith Flint stuff. Because I do like that list. Twisted Firestarter. Yep. Proper proper Firestarter. None of this crocodile nonsense. Although there are crocodiles <laughs> in here. But wasps. Cro- cro- wasps. Crocodiles are ace. Not as good as wasps. Got enough wasps. Yep. I know. I mean, it's like that's making the Apex Predator just fire, fireborn. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> What's that? You're a panther. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> now you're a burning panther. Now you're a burning panther. Bail out. What? Yeah, auto bail. And then have one stand of infantry standing next to it just to, when they re- don't remount, walk over yep. and capture them. <laughs> Unlucky. But yeah, that, that's. I've not been doing much actually. Work's been a bit mental. So. Yeah, life. Yeah, it's stupid a life. Getting the way of things. I got very excited though. I thought I'd, I, I got an email from the National Lottery saying, You've won a prize. And I was like, Oh, good. And it was a lucky dip ticket. I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, that's not a prize. <laughs> yeah, life I'm... getting in the way of things. Segway yeah. attempt number two. Yeah. You've completely <laughs> oversold that. My God, you've won a prize. <laughs> oh, I was more talking about. Um... The, the current political situation in Eastern Europe and a certain manufacturer's <laughs> video. Mm. The Warsaw Pact is coming. <laughs> it sure is. It certainly is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so um, yeah, we've you, got... You synopsize it. Sorry? You synopsize it. Synopsize yeah, so it. We, yeah, we, we... So... We receive a PDF for the um, new uh, Warsaw Pat book for World War Three Team Yankee. Yep. Um, which obviously is now gone past the embargo date. Keep listening to this, so you're hearing it. But um, as of today, on the Thursday when we're recording this, um, Battlefront released their trailer to announce the new book. And it's contentious, to say. <laughs> I mean, they've certainly upped their game on 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 developing trailers, which is really good to see. But um, it looks opening up with a long line of burning BMP three and T eighties is a little it, bit um, in an urban environment. 
in the open environment. It's somewhat on the nose, some some might say. <laughs> I'm surprised there's no tractor trying to take one of them away, but it was a... That has to be an objective. Next objective, to. yeah. I mean, that's fear the, the thing. Fear the farmer. So, so as 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 uh, Ben Davy was saying, you know, other other games manufacturers have been, you know, doing stuff for the charity and kind of acknowledging the fact that you know we're playing toy soldiers and yet, you know, there's people who are suffering this this terrible terrible thing for real. Um, it just seemed weird and, like we say, incredibly tone deaf. To, I, th- I think releasing the product itself, you know, okay, if, you know, it's been in the pipeline. It's not being released because of this. It's just a coincidence in timing. But then to do this kind of toy trailer for it, it, I, I felt uncomfortable watching it. If I'm honest, it was just a little bit, a little bit too close to the mark in terms of, you know, with the the stylized whoosh 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 of a rocket attack, and then all of a sudden the, the column is in, on flames. So, not entirely sure how long that'll be up. Still, yeah. not as bad as AK Interactive. I mean, well, you'd have to really put some <laughs> significant effort into being worse than that. <laughs> I just, I, I said it. Well, I think I said it earlier. Where it, it, just because you've done something doesn't mean you have to use it. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. It, 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 it was just a bit. I don't really know what the right word is either. Like you said, it just unease. On the nose. It's just yeah. On the nose, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. I would say, well, if they made it a month ago, it probably would have been fine. It's just like, yeah, um, yeah things have moved on somewhat. And... <laughs> not as quickly as probably would have been expected, but yeah, they have moved on. <laughs> it's not quickly as Putin was hoping yet. Yeah. But like I say, end, ending ending the trailer with the Warsaw Pact is coming might be a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> you could be giving him ideas next. He's like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, wait a minute. It was called something else as well, wasn't it? Because it made me. I, I I looked into it for writing an article for the blog, and I can't remember what it's called now. It's something like the Peace and Tranquility Association Forum. Oh, um, wait a minute, I've got this written down in my article. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I always like to do a bit of history and I've forgotten how long the, the name was yeah. um, oh, I didn't write it down I've got, I've got it think. The Loving Society for Second Hand Russian Tank Ownership <laughs> Yeah, yeah written, written down in original check <laughs> Here we go Yeah, It's the um, the Treaty of Friendship, Cooperation and Mutual Assistance <laughs> We're all friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Click. Yeah. <laughs> We're all friends, right, Commissar? Um <laughs> Anyway, putting the trailer aside, um so the book got the book. Um and like I say, this book is basically bringing the Volks Army, which is the original East German book. Yep. It was actually the first Warsaw Pat booking team Yankee back in the day as well. It certainly was. Mm. Yep. Uh, it was quite a few issues, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, it bring, has that and combines in the Polish and Czech booklets as well. Yes. Yep. Brings and- them up to version 4 standards, so you got stuff like formation support in, and throws in a few new toys. 
as we'll go into. Yep. Yeah, so, there's, yeah. there's some interesting little inclusions. There is, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, as with the previous books, the sort of fluff up the front is still pretty much unchanged from an original Volks Army book. Um, very much covers the sort of the situation, how it applies to East Germany. Um, and really goes straight into the actual East German army list. The actual force diagram itself um, has no major additions. I was hoping I might actually get a second helicopter box on, which I haven't. But um, what we have got is an extra formation, which is for T-72B, Panzer mm. Battalion. Um, should go into a sec. We also, East Germans also now get access to the RM-70 Rackenton Werfer battery, yep. which is the Czech armoured um, version of the hail, basically. So, it's a big old beast. Oh, it looks really nice as well. They also get access to the Gecko and the 2S3 um, Acacia. Yay! Now, yeah, both of these um, really only came out after the um, Volks Army came out. These came out with Red Thunder much later. Yeah. But they should have been, they really should have been present because, like I say, these Germans did use them. So it's nice that they get the heavy artillery and that high cap- high capability SAM system. And so I was going to say, I think you're probably more grateful of the Gecko, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, thankfully, East Germans have always had like their um, gopher and gaskin. But yeah, the Gecko yeah. just gives you that long range capability, which. Playing a big table at the barn could come in quite handy, and and it's fully amphibious, so you know. Yeah, bizarrely, yeah. <laughs> so down the river. Yeah. Yes. Um, like I say, we also get the formation support box in, so now you can add in black box units from other battalions, which has one particular use. We'll get onto in a second, and you can also field a Warsaw Pact formation as an RO formation. But that's not a Soviet formation, right? Uh, well, uh, I think it can be. I mean, it shows the T it shows the T eighty in profile. So, yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do with that because reading that, I think that's limiting it to this book. I, no, I think I think I think. Hmm. Yeah, this is the quandary I had reading it for the first time. I was like, does, is, does that mean you can only take Czechs or Polish? It does say Warsaw Pact formation. Yes, and what's the book called? Warsaw Pact. Pact. I can see where you're going. I'm pretty sure it's it's not meant to be taken that literally, but I can see why you're saying that. But like I say, it's showing a T80 in the actual profile, which makes me think it's Warsaw Pact as the organisation rather than Warsaw Pact book. Yeah. But God, you know, you know, there'll be some person at at a club who will start trying to pull that card. (laughs) No, I I think I'm just. Let me just clarify. I'm not suggesting that I think it's correct that you should you should only be able to do that. I, I think you should be able to use. Russian assets in um, yeah in your East German force should you because wish. honestly that's more likely you wouldn't really get like East Germans and Poles no. working against because they're very much very different axes of attacks well, certainly um, obviously po- Poles are dr- the Poles are driving towards Denmark and East Germans are trying to drive towards the Netherlands so it's um, well the Czechs are in the in the centre uh, sorry South yeah. Tag yeah so yeah nowhere near any of them yeah. Oh, as one other thing I forgot to mention was we now have a second air support option as well in the air, in the aircraft box. Certainly do. Which is a Su-22 fitter. A what? Yeah. He says, scrolling through the book. I read this, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so 
So the first formation we come across is the new T-72B Panzer Battalion. Um, now, for those who don't know, T-72B uh, was basically taking the standard T-72 and it increased its composite armor, had a slightly um, bigger bulge at the front of the turret for the composite armor that goes inside. But it was also the, fir the first version to receive a missile capability mm -hmm. and also the e um, explosive reactive armor, which is a blocks of um, explosives placed on the outside to disrupt the jet formed by a heat round. So when the missile hits it, it detonates, and that detonation disrupts the formation of the metal jet formed by a heat, heat warhead. Okay. So we have a nice new model. Um, well, sorry. I believe it's a standard T-72 model with an upgrade sprue that adds on a new turret top, new side plate armor, and new hull front. Oh, cool. And that, that basically incorporates right. all the era blocks on the side, the turret, and the hull front. Hmm. It'd be like how um, the cast told Shermans you get the, they had they had the original Sherman, but they released an upgrade sprue to put on the um, yeah the wet stowage hole and the larger turret for the seventy six millimeter. Yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. Right, it does look. But nice. that's the way of doing it. Plastics. Now, obviously, the up, upshot of that is stuff like the mobility of the tank is unchanged from the T seventy two M. But the armor is substantially improved. So we go from being front armor 15 to front armor 18. At which point you can actually save versus a 120mm thin round or, Mil or a Milan round. Um, side armor gets boosted from 8 to 9, which only helps against little 30mm rod and cannons marauding around your flanks. Yep. And you gain the era stat, which means you count as side armor 16 versus heat rounds. Is mm. is it the same as the check one? Because don't you also get a point of anti-tank extra once you get to the and, well, stuff? Yeah, yeah I was getting to that bit. But oh, yes, sorry. You're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> you're also, we'll get into the lethality, the lethality increases. But the, the actual main gun receives a point better anti-tank with 22, representing like depleted uranium rounds, no doubt. And you have the optional ability to equip it with 88 Songster missiles. Now, is that the same missile as was on the T-62? Is it T-62? I, it's very similar. I think the T-62 is the AT-10. Okay. Um, the AT-8 is basically the same sort of missile design. Be built, um, it comes in two parts, which the loader builds up. Because um, T-72s have a two-part ammunition for the, for the autoloader. Nice. So it basically, they're, they're, um, it puts in the, the, war, the warhead seeker and then it bolts, effectively slides in the um, booster section onto the back of the missile with the autoloader. In the autoloader? In the autoloader. That's in, pretty impressive. The breach. What could possibly go wrong with that? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but what you do get from that is effectively, whereas your main gun tops out at range 32, the 88 will reach out to 48 inches. Yep. Um, Anti-tank's only 21 versus the 22 of the thin round, but you know at range, that's still quite handy because it's obviously a heat round, so you won't lose that effectiveness at range. And, and it's still got a moving rate of fire, doesn't it? And it's just right, yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. It doesn't have the stabilizer tag, so you can only move 10 inches, but you can move and fire much like the um, T-64 and T-80 in the Russian force, which is quite handy because your spandrel has to sit still and shoot. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, one of the big things is with that era, with the era on there, you can now assault NATO infantry with near impunity. Yes, you can. As you found out, was my T eighties. Unfortunately, you're still you're still assault five, so you're not going to do bugger. I was going to say, yeah, you yeah. hit them. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but you, you just assault them and go. Oh, I've got I've got a law. I'll, I'll, oh, I won't bother firing that. Um, yeah, that's pointless. Good stuff. I think I so, think these are nice, uh, happy medium between that top end T eighty and you know the T seventy two. I mean, the, the, I don't know if we're going to go onto it, but they're not they're not super cheap. No, I mean, basically, for the cost of six T-72Ms, you can get four T-72Bs. Mm. So, I can't remember how that stacks up against the T-72 for the Soviets as well. I think they're five points each as well, aren't they? Something like that. I think, so when you compare with this, on the, when you get to the Soviet version, and we'll get to the Soviets a bit later, yep. um, it's basically slightly more expensive than a T-64. Mm. So it's probably a harder argument for the Soviets, because you are... But T sixty four is pretty good. It's got the same sort of armor, albeit without era, but it has advanced stabilizers. Yeah. Um it's a, it's a definitely an arg to a to and fro argument as to which is a better option. But in isolation for the Warsaw Pact, they don't have anywhere you know, this is a big leap for the for the actual Warsaw Pact <laughs> yeah. in terms of their own capability. Yeah, I was gonna say, as an East German player, are you envisaging these making an appearance? For sure. I mean yeah. I'm, I'm, I remember paying your, your um Dutch and that le- those leopard twos. No, yes, I could hurt you because I still had eight, ten, twenty-one. But it was um, you were hurting me a lot more reliably. Because yeah. my armor couldn't do anything to stop your round, and your armor had a fifty-fifty chance of beating mine. Whereas now, I've got a fifty-fifty chance of stopping your round, and I've got a two-thirds chance of defeating your armor. Yeah, and you no. can't really afford to lose leopard twos. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of expensive. I don't know if you know that. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, I, I, what do you reckon the sweet spot is? Because I was trying to, I was looking at this for a long time. Believe it or not, just looking mm-hmm. at the because the, the points increase is a bit weird again. It's not linear. But yeah. No. So more tank. Um, the sweet spot is to have small platoons. I was yeah. I was say, I was looking at four. I think four from memory was somewhere around where I was thinking four. Of, Four, I think, yeah, I think four is good. Cause it's still you're still less than five um, five points a tank, hmm. um, but you've got a bit of mass to the platoon. So if you lose eight couple tanks, ink, uh, you know, take yeah. out the game. What I think is interesting is the actual formation. Um, you can't take T fifty fives in your third box anymore, um, but you can yeah. take the T seventy two M. Yes, you can. Yeah. So okay. I like the idea of having. Two platoon, two small platoons of T-72Bs backed up by a large platoon of T-72Ms. That's very funny because I was looking at the checks exactly the same. Like two platoons <laughs> of four and then a platoon of six or seven. Somewhere yeah, around I that. think um, exactly the same thing with mine. I've been looking at um, a platoon of four T-72Bs, a platoon of three T-72Bs and then a platoon of six T-72Ms. Hmm. Do, you, do you go Songster as well? Um, I think I, that's a harder call because it's it's actually it's one of those weird ones because it's a flat points increase. In theory, you want more tanks. Yeah. The more so tanks for the cost, gets cheaper, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. For the cost of two, uh, basically a, a spandrel platoon. That's two points. Yep. You give them a two in the capability of final songster, 
And that certainly works out a lot better the more tanks you have, because like I say, it's a flat two points. I like the idea of having, if, I'm ha if, I, if I was to go with my first idea, having three platoons of three in HQ, I was going to have the third platoon have the um, Songster Axe of Fire support. So basically that was going to table and put the fire down at long range. Mm. I was just... Mm. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know if you'll ever see big platoons in a normal standard 100-point game. I, I don't think so. I just Not think if you want to have any support. What's the top end? I feel, 55? I feel called out. Mm. In what way? But I, I normally run massive platoons, don't I? Well, you've you got to find 55 or 57 points for 10 of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, if 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 you if you if you try and engineer one dice reserve, that's yeah. true. Then, se then seven of them with missile capability and a mind clearing device hits that threshold. Yeah, it's also pretty capable. That's interesting, actually. Yeah, or you can just go flat eight, and it's eight. It's it's forty three, right? Yeah, it'd be a little bit over exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Now, because we generally used to play 75-point games with my East Germans, because they used to dominate a 6 by 4 table at the shop. <laughs> um, obviously, at that point... The mass was huge. No, because they're big tanks. There's lots yeah. of them. Um, but the 30-point reserve at that point is six tanks. That seems like a fairly effective one-dice reserve. Yeah, 31 points. Mm -hmm. Have some of that, exactly. Um, so I think... I think there's going to be two schools of thought on this. Either you go with a formation of them and have the T-72M as your third platoon to give you a bit of mass, or you go with T-72M battalion and then have a platoon of three T-72Bs act as a fire support Sniper. for the cheaper tank. Yeah. So, like you say, like as you keep saying, distraction carnifix. Yep. Face <laughs> it in the centre, take the shots, while your M's try and go from cover to cover on the flanks and set up some crossfire shots. I think that's quite scary. Hmm. I like Plus it. They look, they look really good as well. They look so cool with the era blocks. They do. Yeah. It's. I mean, they've got a little smoke dispenser on this. This block of six um, smoke dispenser on the side, like a T eighty as well. If you wanted to do them battle damage, could you do carve some of the blocks off? Then is that is that because they literally explode, don't they? Yeah, you could say. I, yeah. I'm trying to think what the blocks are like when they've actually detonated. Now I don't know if you've actually I, ever seen. I, I, I genuinely didn't know. I but that, that's that's why I was asking. Um, I'm intrigued. I might. I'm intrigued to. I might do some research into that and actually do a few like that. I like. It, it, I like the idea of it. Um, Probably won't be hard to find any source material, Lee. <laughs> uh, we, we say that, but bizarrely, the modern version they, they actually have gone from the fixed blocks on the side to actually having. Um, bags, they put the blocks in the bags on the side, so it's easy to replace them. Oh, okay. So when you, when you look in the news, you'll see they have these canvas bags on the side, and they're holding the era blocks inside of it. Right. I don't know if that's... I don't... Actually, tell a lie. I think that's actually sitting on top of the... It's almost like adding a second layer of era blocks, so the ones that exist on the actual mount to the plate. So just canvas bags more on. Yeah. Mm. If in doubt. <laughs> sort of model. So these ones don't come with cope cages, right? But there are no cope cages on these, no. It's, um, it's, a, bit too mo it's a bit too modern. <laughs> um, what they haven't done, though, is fixed the bloody um, cupola. They've still, they still got that cupola where, for some reason, the gun's on the side rather than the back of the cupola. I don't know why they haven't fixed it. 
Can you not spin it around? Well, no. So, so how how on a T seventy two the gun? If you have the front of the cupola, how the, how the, how it opens up to the front, like the same it's like doing with their tanks. Yeah. Yep. The gun mount is behind is literally you know one hundred eighty degrees back, and you spin the entire cupola around to bring it to the front. But for oh, some okay. reason, the gun mount is on the on the left hand side. So it's like 90 degrees rather than 180 degrees. I have no idea why it was like that, but it's been an error in that kit right from the start. I was hoping beyond hope they might actually fix it on the upgrade sprue, but <laughs> apparently not. Oh dear. So yeah, uh, don't buy it. The entire kit's rubbish. It's, um, it's all ruined. Yes, so <laughs> send it. your sprues to shoot and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you send to me, I'll dispose of them in, yeah. in, a, sa- in a safe and, a fi- and um, efficient manner. Responsible manner. Yeah. But yeah, so I, it's um, a big change. Like it certainly, like say, gives East, um, the Warsaw Pact a tank that can go toe to toe with um, the NATO big boys. That's for sure. What's the front armor um, of a uh, M1? Uh, an M1 is is anti tank is front armor eighteen, same as this, same right. as Leopard two. Yeah, and then obviously um, the M1 A1 is front armor twenty one. Yeah, but I mean, that's when you're starting to get into silly points, though, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the points ramp up quickly. Hmm, I think... Like I say, this sits nicely, but if you, it still leaves a T80, it's a high end tank. Hmm. But this um, very much sits in a midpoint between that and the T64 and the Soviet. And you've still got the same stats as you always have, haven't you? So they're reasonably good courage, the morale's excellent. Um, yeah. And as we know, with all, with all three Warsaw Pact forces, they have skill four rather than skill five, so they can do stuff like blitz and shoot scoot mm. with relative reliability. <laughs> I mean, what hurts them is the thing that hurts all Warsaw Pacts that they're assault five. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I said, well, hurts gonna... wrong word, but um, yeah. it's a limiting factor. Well, they're not going to squish anything, but they're also not going to run out of the combat. No, I mean, no, counter attack four good. plus. Yeah. Keep the CO nearby and make it effectively a three plus. I like them. Yeah, I do like them. So that brings us on to the next tank, isn't it? The old, good old faithful. Yep, T six two M. Yep, which I think there's still a place for. I like to say I, I like the idea of having a platoon in the T seventy two B one to give a bit of bulk. Um, it's still a very mobile tank. It's still got a, a stabilizer, albeit not advanced stabilizer. So I like the idea of having, like, say, a platoon of these, with, you know, six tanks or so, running down a flank. Have everyone like, force the person either turn the face to the T-72Ms and turn the side to the bit to the Bs, mm-hmm. yeah, or try and deal with the Bs at long range, whilst having these Ms getting closer and closer and closer to their flank. And and, and interesting in their formation, they can take the 55s, can't they? So they can yeah, they still... take the. Um... Bs, but they can take a platoon of fifty fives. Correct. So you could, yeah, you could like um, have two platoons, two sector M's, two T fifty fives, and have the B as formation support or something like that. I mean, you probably could have stopped burning through points really quick. Yeah, but yeah, you still mix them up. So you got two T seventy two M companies, and you can then potentially have the Bs in in, in that third slot, or you can take fifty fives. You really want some cheapest chip stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I say it does make me laugh at nine T55s cost the same as three T72Bs. So. 
I mean, one of the things I looked at with my force was just literally dropping the platoon of T seventy. Um, I had two platoons of T seventy two M's. Yeah. And then a platoon of nine T fifty five. So I thought I could just literally drop them out and put the T seventy two B's in, as I almost a like for light replacement. So it's three to one. Yeah, basically, yeah. Wow. And honestly, I mean, given the poor mobility of the T fifty five, it's lackluster anti tank. It's yeah. um. It's a hard sell. Well, I was going to say, let's, let's look look at that then, because I think that's next, isn't it? Yeah. So next one is T-55 Battalion. Now, big addition here is the HQ can now have um, 80-10 Stabber missiles. Ooh. Plus one point, which makes it a two-point HQ. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but I think, you know, it it gives you a big jump capability because it go from 8-tank 17 to 8-tank 21. So the options you've got now are T fifty five AM two, yep. T fifty five AM two Rackton Panzer company, yep. And the T fifty five just straight up Panzer company. So you've got yep. three so you've options. Yeah, two yeah two two new options basically. Where this should just be T fifty fives AM twos. Um, so what they've done is to represent the, the scarcity of the missiles. They they can only have one platoon and the HQ have the missile system. Yep. Right. Um, AT ten, and that platoon. Could only have um, five to seven tanks. It can't have the full ten tanks like the um, normal gun tank. It is a black box platoon, right? Correct. So you can, can you can have its formation support as well. Yes. Okay, yeah, because I thought that was quite interesting. That as a little, you know, mm. does that almost invalidate some of the spandrel? Oh yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, spandrel is like two points for three, whereas this is at a minimum eight points for five. Yeah. Um, by the other hand, try and find eight points is not that difficult in the Warsaw Pack Force. There's little things you can trim off to find, you know, free up points. I, I think it's quite an interesting little, yeah, a little addition. Hmm. A new interesting bit, like to say, is there, um, you can now have a bog standard T-55. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, so Yesterday's no fancy... Technology tomorrow. Yep. Yep, no fancy bazooka skirts, no missile capability. Um, no, it's still, no, not even a laser rangefinder. Wow. How but, cheap is it? Uh, we're telling them the 13 points. <laughs> but the thing is, so when you think that t- uh. 10 AM2s is 16 points, it's like, is it, ch- you know, is it worth it still? I mean, I'd rather I'd rather find extra three points and at least have a laser range finder. Yeah, but the platoon of five is five points. It's still pretty good at sorting. They're as good at sorting stuff yeah. as anything else, so. But a platoon of five TMA2s is six points. You know, again, you may save yeah, yourself a point. Uh, I didn't, yeah. They do look prettier without all that crap stuck in them, though. <laughs> they do. They, actually, not, but they do. The smoother lines just benefit it greatly. Um, not going to lie on that one. <laughs> Aesthetics. The <laughs> <laughs> number one decision maker in terms of combat operations. Uh, yep. What does it look like? Well, certainly with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> rule the call, cool, you know, beats all. Well, I don't. Yeah, it's only a point. I mean, what are you getting for that point? Laser, la- is it literally just a laser range finder and bazooka sets? Uh, it's like obviously it's armor foot for um, thirteen, whereas uh, AM two is fourteen. Oh, and a point of armor, jeez. Yeah, there's like this. But honestly, between fourteen and thirteen is largely academic unless you're facing like leopards with eight tank nineteen weapons. Yeah. Against against Milan's and one twenty millimeters is not. Good hey, thing. hey, hey! What about my Dutch dragons? Never discount the dragon. <laughs> Never discuss. Yeah. It's only eighty seventeen, I think, isn't it? Double dragon. 
Yeah. Chase, chase the dragon. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough set. That's a weird, weird point, right? But okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we look at the first the infantry infantry battalions, and it's um, BMPs. Um, no major changes here. Um, you don't even get because the T seventy two B is not an option. So basically, this is not changed from um, Volk's army. You're going to have the fifty. Oh, fifty. Oh, you can have a T seventy two. Sorry, yeah, it's underneath the yeah. the text. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, there is a change in that you can now have the T, yeah, yeah, the T fifty five. The bog standard T fifty five is an option. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but as we discussed. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, there's no changes in the infantry. They don't get anything cool like the RPG seven VG like the um Russians do. It's just a this is unchanged in the last book. Is and still. They're still decent. Mm-hmm. Could, could yeah, I mean, the T fifty five might be in there just for historical completeness. Oh, uh, uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Because yeah. they had tons of them that hadn't been upgraded, so lots of people and people have been asking for them. So I'm, I, I'm glad right. you know, Battlefront have put the option in. It seems a kit actually physically builds the, the old. Yeah, version. and you get you get something back for it at least. Even though I, I, I guess they couldn't really make them much cheaper than a point a tank. That reminds me. Yeah, so one thing that has changed is T fifty five AM twos used to be a minimum platoon size of three. Yep. They're now a minimum platoon size of five, which is Ooh, that is a bit uh... of a difference. Yeah. It basically aligns it with how the checks and poles and the oil war T fifty fives were. I oh, think my... they realised that you could a lot do a lot of min maxing on platoons of three. Yeah. It went to a period point where some people had like three formations. Of minimum size T fifty fives, I think it was briefly um, a tournament meta around until TO started putting them like you know a maximum of two formations in an army kind of thing. Checks and poles, they're just That's exactly how I heard checks it. And poles. Exactly, checks of actions. The boat, boats and uh, boats and hose song from uh, Step Brothers. Checks and poles. Um. Yeah, so um, what to know with these Germans, when we discussed what these Germans are like, is that all for, all three Warsaw Packs basically have skill 4+, which is their main distinguisher versus the Soviets. And then they each have slightly different morales as hmm. the next distinguisher. The East Germans are the one that very released in their Courage 4, Morale 3, Rally 4, basically, Counter-Attack 4. They're sort of like their um, midpoint. And then when you get to the Czechs, the Czechs generally have worse morale, but are cheaper. Mm-hmm. And the Poles have better morale, but are more expensive. Yeah. And that's sort of the distinguishing, the distinguishing point between the three Warsaw Packs and versus the Soviets as well. And the best decals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's small differences. Like, um, for example, the East Germans don't have an underslung grenade launcher on their AKs. So only firepower six, whereas like Soviet ones are firepower five because they have a little... Um, Putting more grenade launchers on in the squads. Um, the East Germans also don't get the diners. They don't. They get the arm seventies. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, all things being equal, if we look at the support, mm-hmm. do you, do you like the inclusion of the Acacia? Do you think it's got a place? <clears throat> um. Because I mean, it's the I same think the points. It's oh yeah, it's just, I've never noticed that before. Because I think the, the <clears throat> carnation you can obviously take in formation. So I mean, this, this is where yeah. it, usually they struggle because 
the formations are self-supporting. So mm-hmm. why have why pay extra points for a support unit when you can just have an information unit? But yeah. I, I don't know. There's, that's that's a lot of digging out. The problem is the, the Acacia gets you a, a point better firepower. And that's it for difference. Like say, but like I say, the carnation can be in formation, which is a big boon, and it has that excellent direct fire capability. Where fire anti tank to a one direct fire, so it acts as an anti tank gun. Yeah, whereas I mean, that's, um, that's not a typo. I did wonder if that was a typo because that seems <laughs> no, no, extremely higher. Um, it's always been like that. Yeah, it's been consistent. So it seemed to have a very effective heat round that they kept. I guess they could act like, say, mm. a direct fire. Uh, so, yeah, one point of firepower. And I suppose, oh, you get the 7.62 machine gun, though, Lee. Don't forget that. This is true. For some reason, Carnations don't have a machine gun. Yeah. What about MGs? Exactly. Um, I don't know. I just look at it going, it's nice to have the option, but I just don't know. Exactly that. If I was playing a big game, I had I wanted to have extra artillery, but I'd have yeah. the Carnations information. And then I might get then a pursuit of three cases to support them. But it wouldn't be my only artillery. I'd always go to the Carnation's information first and foremost. Hmm. Um, and I guess that brings us on to, because the same points cost again as the Acacia is the Rectonwerfer. So it's yeah. a point increase on the hail. Uh, you you lose the firepower significantly. Hmm. But you do get that big pie plate hmm. of a, a, a salvo template. So if I was going to have the rockets in, I'll take the Rackenwerfer over the hail. I think okay. having because uh, I've lost so many hails to blaze scimitars or even FV four three twos going around and machine gunning them. But well, armor one at least gives some protection. Well, you can also be pinned, can't you? Because you're an unarmored tank team. Absolutely, yeah. So and the last thing you want your artillery to be is pinned because it can't fire a barrage. Yeah, and also gets a self-defense AA machine gun, which again, when you've got helicopters oh, yeah. going around hunting them, it can be quite handy just to ward them off. Hmm. So for that extra feel point... Like can, feel like you can do something rather than just die. Yeah. Absolutely. For that extra point, I'll definitely take them over the hails. And do you take the Rectumwerfer over the Acacia? Uh, so that, and that's where I was going to get to next. So one of the things I've been doing is moving away from hails to having the Carnations. Yeah. Maybe because I've got the Carnations painting now, so I can actually use them guilt-free. Um, <laughs> but I think what I've just found is you just trip over that salvo template so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, if I was playing a big game, I would, I'd probably have the, the Rackenwerfers over the Acacias as a second artillery platoon. It gives me the options then of having that broad area battery in the first few turns and then switch it over to somewhere else. But keep the, um, the, no, the artillery template still blowing away right to the last minute. But I wouldn't again have it as just my single artillery unit for the, for the army. No, okay. Yeah, I mean, that information, to, Carnation's hard to turn down, really. The three of them, mm. six points, I mean, it's just, it's just tough. It's a, it's a strong unit. I mean, it's principally why Warsaw Pack don't get mortars, because you don't need them with the Carnation. Yeah. Having those things in there, like say, um, yes, they're more expensive than most most mortars, like three points and native forces. But the carnations, you got that arm protection, you got that uh, direct fire capability. They're quite, you no, know, they're quite handy things to have. Okay. Uh, brings us, yeah, brings us nicely to the thing I know nothing about. 
Because it's a plane. It's, a, it's an aeroplane <laughs> that goes, meow. That's it. Did someone say aeroplane? Yeah. Aeroplane. So yeah. the Su-22 fitter was, um, yeah, it's, it's so co-bore it hurts with a nose-mounted radome intake <laughs> combo. It's like screams Cold War Russia. I love it so much because it was a swing wing. I, I'm always at a sweet spot for swing, swing, swing wing aircraft. Um, but basically, it's um, it was a swing wing derivative of the earlier Su-7 hmm. aircraft, which is why it looks a little outdated for the 1980s. Right. But um, very much optimized as a, originally as, as a low altitude dogfighter, which didn't really go anywhere. But it, like a bit like a typhoon, World War Two worked out quite nicely as a close air support aircraft. Yeah. Um, and in Team Yankee, effectively, it acts as a cheap option compared to the Frogfoot. It's much like how the AV-8B is compared to the A-10 in the American book. Oh my gosh, that is cheap. It is super cheap. Um, I mean, it's only got a five plus save compared to the four plus save of a Frogfoot. Yeah. Um, but it's got the same cannon. It's got the same 57 meter rockets. By by default, it comes with a 240 millimeter rocket, which gives it an artillery template, which is anti-tank seven firepower two plus brutal. What? Yeah, that's quite nice. It's a big old rocket. Um, it's a, it is an artillery template rather than a salvo, isn't it? Exactly, and it's not one shot either. It's not. Um, one shot. No, it's. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Now. Your skill four plus with ten with terrain, it's probably gonna be a five plus range in. So yeah. you're you know, you you got a fifty chance of appearing, and then you've got a one third chance of ranging in. You know, ranging on the first attempt. Yeah, but what an attempt! Exactly. But one of the things you can do is you can swap that out for the um, KH twenty five Karen missile, which is the same as what the Frogfoot has by default. The, the Karen. The Karen. Yep. <laughs> Call, call it manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's got the haircut and everything. It's got an overwhelming sense of entitlement. Hmm. Oh, good. Well, it does. It has overwhelming sense of entitlement and anti tank 27. <laughs> yep. Um, it's bru- an OSA still brutal, so you can really kill one infantry stand if you really want to. <laughs> um, Screw that guy in particular. Yeah. Now, it does cost three points for every two aircraft, but that basically, which basically means it ends up being a point cheaper. Than the, so two two of these would cost be one point cheaper than two Su 25s. So you got to say, does that four plus no, does this five four plus save is it worth the extra point? Probably, probably. yeah, at that it's, point, yeah, it but it's is. also probably more the sake that you can go, actually, I don't have any aeroplanes, I'm going to buy these ones and I can still do both roles. Yeah. I, I must admit, I in my list I've, I've written from an article, I did use them because I I needed I only I didn't have an extra point to get to a frogfoot, right? With a carry upgrade and plus rule of call means I had to go to the fitter anyway. <laughs> but um, I, but ignoring that, if you if you do want if you don't mind rolling the dice on that demolition rocket ranging in, that's a super cheap air support. Yeah, three points for two. Even just uh, taking two's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and ultimately, even the, for cannons alone, you know, tank seven, firepower five, you can go hunting NATO, you know, artillery and that kind of thing. That kind of well, um, the, the issue with the the frogfoot's always been that you have to go big or go not at all usually because taking two or you know two's pointless because 
yeah. they don't do enough. Whereas this is cheap. Uh, if your opponent has got some AA, they're probably going to die because they're probably investing mm-hmm. heavy in AA. But you've invested a small amount of points. Three in... points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you go proper heavy, I have four Heinz and four air support. So you overwhelm NATO anti-air. Mm. That's a lot more viable at 19 points than it is at 30, <laughs> 31 points. Mm. All of the points, yeah. So they are, yeah, so obviously they are in the same support box. So you only get yes. one lot of air. You've got to choose between your Frogfoot and the, and the um, Fitter. Sad and hand. the Frogfoot is Russian, so it's skill 5 plus. Not that right. it matters with the actual KH25, but if you're going to use the Rockets for some reason. Yeah. So that matters mm. less with the Frogfoot because the skill doesn't really come up that much. That's interesting. But um, where's the Fitter, if it's going to use this Rocket, it's 240 has to use the skill. I like. I like I, I, I've always said more options are better than less options, and this is definitely a viable option. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested I, where you put it on your on your air power rating when you when you get round to the team well, see, version. I I like just. I think air supports one of those things that if you don't invest a lot of points, it's usually quite good. Mm-hmm. I.e., that you know, it's a small points investment because it can't take objectives, it can't contest objectives, so it's never going to win you the game. No. Um. But that's pretty, you know, six points for four of them is pretty, pretty cheap. Absolutely. I'd rather have those than I think that the Acacia or the Rex can work for. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, when you say it like that, yeah, six points for four. It's, uh, well, yeah, it, it finally it, gives a reason for um, NATO to take at least some AA. Well, yes, rather than the whole thing of I'm not going to bother at all. Yeah, and, and this is bringing... Uh, you know, helicopter list. See, I, I think most NATO forces will only ever bring one air support unit, and that will generally be the cannon version because it can be dual use. Yeah. So I think if you went for um, four Heinz, four fitters, you um, you have the Heinz loiter until a turn you actually manage to roll your four plus to bring the aircraft on. And you go on And you bring all of it on in one go and literally... Oh, you, you target for uh, enemy air defences and wipe yeah. them out, and then you have free reign with your hinds there out after. Yeah. Like, um, because I, I mean, I've had that before where D- Dylan bought two hinds in against me in a fifty-point game. We were playing fifty-point games, and my two little blowpipes died in the first turn, <laughs> and then he had free reign just to murder me over the subsequent turns. Because I couldn't do anything, but I kept popping. I try to fire swing fire missiles on the, on the plus one hit to try and down him. Yeah. And that's not what you want to be using your swing first for. No. So, yeah. I, 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 think, I like them. Mm. I think it's been what... I mean, we've been crying out for ages with Warsaw Pat. They need an extra air support choice rather than just more C-25s. Yeah. I think this really... I mean, in some ways, this is the bigger addition in the book than the T-72B, in my opinion. Uh, I would, yeah. I yeah. think I think it opens up some interesting vectors. I think the T-72B... <sighs> It's kind of doing what other tanks are doing, as well. This this changes things. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, see, T seventy two B is a big step up for Warsaw Pact. But yeah. In terms of the Warsaw Pact, the T eighty was already doing that job, and T seventy four was doing that job. But yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, dudes. What? Well, I've I've just scrolled to the bottom 
for the Soviet support option for it. What do you mean? For the uh, SU-17. Or being able to take it as a Russian one, you mean? Yeah. yeah. For the red banner add-on. Spoiler alert, it's two points for two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Which makes sense, because being skill 5+, plus that yep. rocket comes less less useful, but yeah. At a point, an aeroplane. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you there. definitely add on the carry missile, and you still work out significantly cheaper than a Frogfoot. Yes. Yep. <laughs> or you just keep them super cheap. Six for six points. Yeah. Uh, well, so was, so was dealing with the Soviet one. So in... I was going to... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go on, Eddie. I was going to say, interestingly, the, the, the six of them are eight points. Oh. Because of the increase in utility, yeah. Utility, yeah. Because of reasons. Yeah. But, but four for five. <laughs> add, on, add on six points for the rocket, 11 points. I mean, with my Afghanistan, so one of the things I was going to mention we got to this with the Soviets is with my Afghanistan, I'm so tempted to take these in support just to buy them because the Afghanistan burn through points so quickly. Yeah. Yep. But you really need the air support to support them. And so I can see the Su 17s coming in that way. Nice. And it's thematic. Yeah. Right, anyway, back to the checks. Seems yep. we're getting a little, bit, a little bit out of sync at that point. Yes. So similar changes to the um, East Germans. So T 72B. Nice. Yep. They've got the um, fitter. Nice. Uh, and now the inclusion of the rather. Fabulous, pra. What is it? Praga? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, I think Praga. Yeah, Praga sounds about right. Yeah. Praga anti-aircraft system, aka the technical half track. <laughs> a, a the stretch. Uh, what did I say? What is a stretch? Fun. BTR one fifty two. That's it. it. Yeah, it looks, it looks very similar to that, but apparently it was um, based on a Czech truck chassis. Yes, I, I like I my impression better. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it looked like say, but I I thought it was based on the BTL when I first saw it. Yeah. But that's really that's really all the new stuff. I don't think there's anything else in there. Um... Now, given so, here, I'm going to ask you because obviously you've you've been used them. Given yep. the fact that we're, um you have to remount a five plus being checks. Yes. Does that extra arm on the T 2 B? You know, so you less chance of being belled in the first place. Does that make it a more attractive proposition? Uh, I think so, because you like you said, you can still take some bulk in the formation. Now, what I have been trying to work out was, is it better to take a T-72 formation and have one platoon of Bs in there, yeah. or is it better to take a T-72 B formation with a bigger platoon of Ms in there? And I don't, I'd, I haven't come to a conclusion on that yet. That, that no. I've been swinging backwards and forwards as to which one of those is, is probably the better, because I think the, the Czech stuff's reasonably cheap um mm-hmm. so you you know that mass almost becomes more mass um whereas the seven the the t72b is still pricey he's still pricey i don't know i mean it's it's, it's cheaper than these germans by i think it's five points at the very top end yeah yeah you're 50 you're 50 points right versus 55 yeah and i think when i was looking at the four tanks i think the East Germans are 19 points and the Czechs are 17. Yeah. So you only save a couple of points there. And yeah, like you said, the remount is not great. Five plus remount is not going to get you 
far. I like the four with the songster. I think that's where it's it's at. Yeah, that's that's basically the same cost as my four without a songster. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and you don't necessarily want to be assaulting stuff, particularly because your assault's five plus still as well. Yeah, and your cat attacks five plus. Yeah, correct. So you're not that worried. This this is the the problem though. I, I was thinking about it because again, if you're not assaulting, the era armor becomes less of a boon. Mm-hmm. So again, is it worth it? The era bit, but obviously the era has a passive thing of upping your front armor, which is the round eighteen. Yeah, but I mean, is stuff really getting bailed in Team Yankee? <laughs> True, that is it, the with point. my firepower yeah. rolls, yeah, all the time. <laughs> but there's an awful lot. As you well know, there's an awful lot of two plus firepower knocking around, and uh, yeah. So you know that doesn't always come up because if it does penetrate, you're generally exploding rather than getting bailed. So, yeah, but I mean. Maybe... I mean, how I've always seen it is, yes, the, um, you get hit by a tank, you're dead. The problem is you're generally getting pelted by mass missile fire, and that's 3+. plus. Yeah. At that point, the firepower generally kicks in more often than not. Yeah. It's a bit more, yeah, it's more dicey. I, I, I think there's, there's definitely a place for them. I just can't work out what it is at the moment. Mm. I like them. I like that. I think they're, they're an interesting, they're pointed in an interesting fashion that, allows you to think well you know that is it worth just having more shots and more tanks or or is there actually you know a real benefit to having that that extra armor and missile system i think mixing it in is good i mean they're just so cheap though like <laughs> you can get for that 19 points you can get seven t72ms so it's almost mm-hmm. double the holes uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's gonna. I think that's gonna have to get played out because at the end of the day, the T seventy two M is still an AT twenty one gun platform. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, th- I think I'm. I think I'm actually swaying to the T seventy two formation with more holes, and then having a a single platoon of T seventy two Bs. You know, with the potentially the songs that just. Um, being more look at me, look at me, shoot me, shoot me, especially at range. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see because I mean that's going to be a lot of points very quickly. I know they're cheap, but it's going to stack up pretty fast. It's it's inter- mm-hmm. it's an interesting one. I, I'm not I don't know. I'm on the I am really on the fence on this. What what's your opinion? Just off the bat, do you, do you have one having read it all? I think. My opinion was mass T seventy two Bs, but you, uh, having listened to what you've been saying, I am swayed to your argument about going M's for mass yeah. and then a platoon of Bs as fire support, yeah, or distraction kind of fix. I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Like you say, because you get that cost saving on the T seventy two Ms. They're just just so dirt mm. cheap. Like five... And like I say, lots of 20, lots of eight tank twenty one is better than a few twenty twos, probably. Uh, ultimately, yeah. But it's getting them in the right position and making them last long enough to make it make a difference. Um, and also that that, that camo is cool. I, I don't actually know if they. I, I wasn't sure if that's historically accurate because it's almost like a World War Two uh, three tone camo, which is pretty cool. I, I never worked out where that yeah where that camo. It looks pretty cool, but I never worked out what basis it is for no. it. So. 
but yeah, it looks really cool with the era blocks as well. So that's another argument. Rule of cool. There we go. That's your rule of cool with the cam- ammo blocks with uh, with three tone camo on. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's gonna. That's where I'm swaying to at the moment, and I, I I think we need to obviously play some games to work out if that there is a, a need for that. And it depends, I think, against the the, the NATO player you're playing against as well. Yeah. As, as with all of these things. Yeah, you play against leopard ones, so it all comes largely relevant. M's perfectly fine, but yeah, it's uh, someone rocks up with um, challengers and that kind of thing. Well, even, even at that point, if someone rocks up with challengers with Roma or um, M1A ones, yeah, then eight tank twenty two becomes almost relevant because the front arm pops up. Yeah, but your numbers do matter more. So it's uh, yeah. It's an interesting one. I think it's going to be, like I say, it's going to be interesting playing these to work out which is the better option. Part of me thinks it's going to be, uh, for me, it'll be the M's with the platooning of uh, the B's in support. Mm. Simply because I already own a lot of M's. <laughs> a, a fairly convincing <laughs> argument in itself, yes. It's, uh... <laughs> we've, got, we've gone hard and gone heavy on uh, M's, yep. Yep. I think I'm still sweating the B's, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll work it, see how it goes. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So look at the T-55s. I say you've got the same options as the East Germans for the extra bog standard ones and one platoon of the missile ones. I actually couldn't remember this. This shows how long I've played. Yeah, I could. I was like, the fifty-fives were there. Were they in there before? They they were in there before. I've, I've got some, but I just completely forgot that they were a, a thing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just the missile ones and the bog standard ones are the new bits. But yeah. yeah, the missile ones quite interesting for them. Um, and then in formation, you can have your Shilkers, Gophers, and all the normal stuff, and then the new Praga. Yeah, it sh- shares a box of Shilker, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. And I quite liked it. Just because it's a... So if you've got a single point left over, you've now got something to spend it on, which is always useful. Because mm-hmm. you now have a lucky card. Uh, good. <laughs> Frankly. <laughs> Um, that's a bonus, um, but yeah, they, they, I mean, their their rate of fire is less, but their ATs higher. The manual tracking, I was, I don't think it's going to come into play that much. Um, I don't see yeah, shooting aircraft. Yeah, exactly. It's plus one versus fast jets, so shooting helicopters yeah. is relevant. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I, th- I think that you'll you'll see them is just probably two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just giving some uh, air cover versus, um, yeah, versus helicopters. So, interesting thing from the geek perspective is that the um, Czechs never used a shulker. They they had the Prague and that was it. Oh, did oh. So the shulker got put in <laughs> Team Yankee just so they say make an extra model, which I guess now they've got, finally got around to making extra models. Does so. that mean Duncan's got to sell all of his shulkers now? Uh, paint, sure. Paint them, paint them there's there's worse things in Team Yankee when it comes to the uh... <laughs> paint them desert color and shove them into the uh, Fate of a Nation games. Yeah, I I didn't realize that. So I'm maybe I'll need to get some of these. Then they're going to be a resin and metal kit, though, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, yes, they are. With wheels, just to make it even more fun. Oh God. <laughs> oh. No, and and they don't overly complex gun system because they a gun. <laughs> yep. Oh bugger! They got an extra, a better four inches of range over a shield. Okay. They they do. Yeah, and they got 
Two loose um, shots though. Pip extra in the tank as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. That, that's what I mean. Is there is there's there's a case to be made for for both. Um, yeah. I, I, because like I said, the manual the manual I called it manual handling. I think in the article by accident. Um, <laughs> the manual tracking. Bend the knees. Exactly. Um, it it you know if you're shooting at jets, it's probably a pretty desperate situation anyway. Um, you should have some other stuff that's more suited to doing that. So the fact that you get a negative penalty, meh. Um, yeah, I think I think they're well they're well costed for what they are. And you know, if you do have to shave some points off, um, you can have two shilkers or you can have four of those. I mean, yeah, yeah they have got less rate of fire, but that's pretty close to that point. Not bad. They look they're better than I thought they were when I looked at the models and the actual design of the thing. You're not, you're not happy with the models? No, I mean, just the the physical design of it. Oh, I see what you mean. Two massive... Um, Long barrel 30 mils. Yeah. On the back of a on the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how many points the... Um, I was at the ZSU-57 is. Like the Iranians. Oh, what, oil wars. Um, yeah. It's for dirt cheap, I seem to recall. Because, again, they've got manual... Tracking it. Oh. Just oh. show myself a post notes. Sorry. <laughs> Try and get the book out and Rick's put all or, 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 or wet post notes in front of it. Making it rain. So I'm, I'm sure the order of him was nothing important. Um, no. Well, who is it? It's Iranian's habit, is it? Yep. Uh, Man looks on the internet. I think they're a point. I can't find it. Are they in the, are they in the support? Do they have them? Maybe they don't have them. I thought oh, they had. Got them, got them, yep. So, four of them was two points. Yeah. So, the same. Okay. But that's it. And they got manual tracking and a point. Yeah, they got manual tracking. They that got that. Kind of stuff. 57 millimeter has slightly better, has, well, much better performance. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then, other than that, like I say, the checks pretty much stay the same. So you got their weird, funky little resident metal wheel transports. So you want to blow money or BTRs if you're not too fussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. um, they get the BMP. Unlike East Germans, they actually have the option of having more BMP twos as well. If I remember correctly. Oh no, it's just one company. Yeah, just mm. one. Bizarre. I thought I thought it had more BMP twos. Yeah, second child. Ones. Okay, I'll take that back. Um, yeah, so like like East Germans, they can have one. Um, company BMP2s and their BMP formation. Um, and there you get, when they get all that, in the support, they get all that core artillery, but, uh, yeah. like Dana. I love the Danas. I remember the first time you, I think it was Duncan used them against me. I was just, but most of the time, look at the model because the model's so gorgeous. But it's massive, it's isn't it? huge. Yeah. Mm. Not, not particularly effective in that particular game, I don't think. Well, of course they were. No, it was like it's my Brits. So you were like, using them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, that, that, that's just mm-hmm. largely it, isn't it? Just a bit of a tidy up, a couple of new bits. Uh, now, one interesting thing I did, I noticed on my second read through was the Czechs get their own Su twenty fives. Oh, yes, they do. So they're skill four plus. Not that oh. it matters at all, really, with um, a frog foot because unless you're firing the rockets at the same time, it could come up. But yeah, where um, it gets its own 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 C twenty five unit. And how is that? That's that's the same cost as well, isn't it? Yeah, I, I guess it's the same cost because, like, I say, it re- unless you're firing the rockets, it's really not going to come up. But um, hmm. 
I mean, shoot otherwise it's... Right. Shoot and skeet your SU-25s. Blitz. <laughs> yeah, yeah thankfully they say morale 4+, plus, so actually, not that re-morale comes up either, but... Um... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't think... There's no point for morale on aircraft at all, is there? No. There was a whole thing this... where it was like, it might do... Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it makes no, no discernible difference. Makes no difference. Hooray! Hooray for no difference. <laughs> right, Eddie, want to watch for your polls? Uh, best unit demarcation ever. I just—it's the red and white squares, man. <laughs> Which is ironic. You think that would go to the Czech forces, but no, the Polish get the Czechs. <laughs> the Polish get the Czechs. Dear, oh dear. They do. Um, yeah, I know they do. Pretty much unchanged from what I can see. Um, same, same. Uh, T27B add-ons. Yep. Um, with the era armor and the formation. Um, I I think that's a bigger deal for the poles, though, isn't it? Because they're <sighs> is it though? yeah, because this their their assault's three plus, isn't it? From memory, no, it's not. It's a light. No, it's a complete lie. It's the remount. No, it's, it? it's yeah, remount is three Re- plus. Sorry, three I thought they were better at assaulting, but that's just a complete they're lie. They're more expensive because they've got the higher scale. Uh, um, more, the more expensive they get, the better remount and counter attack. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Wrong, wrong. the skills are the same, but yeah, it makes for whereas East German ones are fifty-five points, yours are fifty-seven. Yeah, I so. think that's the same problem as the as the standard T seventy-two. Then, boo hiss. It was just already expensive, and we're just going to put some more expensive <laughs> on top. On the other hand, you know, it makes worth. It does make it be more useful. The assault and because it will stay in it will stay in the assault longer that carry attack three plus. Yeah, I mean there is that that you don't you know you don't worry about hitting the enemy. You just you're not going to run away from them, yeah. wind so them down. Maybe getting in there and trying to drive them back is worth it. Put your commander in there mm-hmm. in the assault, try and push them off the objective that way. But that's not that's not often how I see Team Yankee games going down. If I'm honest. Or tank assaults. <laughs> yeah. Tank assaults to push off the objective, it tends to be just death. Um, they get the SU 22 fitters as well. Yep. Um, they're three points for two for these guys. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as good as deal as the, uh, the Russian ones. Boo hiss. Yeah, one thing to note is in the T 55 formation, we don't, they don't get a rocket option. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I blacked that out because it was a negative, so I was just ignoring yeah. it. What, what, is that because they weren't given any? That's all I can think of. Um, yeah, it must be the same reason I can think of. Is it obviously never took the option up? It's like how the infantry don't get a disposable rocket launcher. Yeah, all the other Warsaw Pack guys have at least either an RPG eighteen or something similar, and they're, um, the poles get under some grenade launchers, but they don't get disposables. Still got the RPG sevens. Yeah, they don't get disposables. Interesting. Which makes so, them a tiny bit more vulnerable in assault with his armour. They also have the weird OT-64 carriers or BTR-60s, if you're sane. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they've got the same, same thing as the Czechs there. Well, I mean, the yeah. only difference there is they're... No, they are literally the same, aren't they, yeah. pretty much? Yeah. Better cross... Your options Word. are oh, being historically cross. accurate or actually having some money. Historically <laughs> accurate, costing more with a worse cross... Oh yes, yeah, it was a different. A slightly right. further road dash. 
Yeah. <laughs> and having to build metal and resin transports. Um, or go for the plastics. Um, the Polish also get uh, their own air landing troops. Do you guys have that in the other no. ones? Do we skim over it? You don't? Uh, East Germans have air landing, yeah. Oh, I was going to say the Czechs don't. Oh. Uh, a little thing. air landing platoon. There you do. Yeah, Czechs get them. Oh. I must have missed Hooray. that. Everyone's then. Like, super um, cheap. It's like two points for a full size platoon for the Czechs. I know, I know it's probably very sad, but the, the most exciting thing for me already having a Czech army is obviously those the uh, the aircraft um, and the fact that there's going to be a Polish gaming set tin <laughs> which has a, a really cool picture of a, a hind on the front of it. A Polish hind? Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> Not, although from the angle you can't really tell, but yeah. So there's, full, there's a full gaming set for East German... Uh, Czechoslovak and Polish mm-hmm. um, as well as finally unit card packs for each of the nations to go alongside their decals Did they not have that they had unit cards before yeah well I guess you, you bought the you bought the folio, little booklet you bought the booklet which had them both in but now they've put it into a book that would make it a huge wad of cards to go with the book so you buy your nation's ones um, along with your decals and your nifty gaming set, which I'm pretty impressed with, to be honest. Got some of the Flames of War ones. They're pretty cool. Uh, and then we go down into the new start force. Da, da, da. Is there nothing else for the, the Polish? Is that literally... literally I right? think, well, it's, it's, it's the same as mm. before. Um, I've gone too far. That's why. Unless Lee wants to correct me on something I've missed. No, I think it's, it, like say, extra T72Bs. Um, do they still get the fitters and things as well? They do, don't and they? the fitters, yeah. yeah. Um, there is some new scenarios in the book. Does um, anyone want to say it? We should play more of the scenarios in books. We should play more <laughs> of the scenarios in the books. <laughs> Although this one is about a T72 column getting ambushed, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, it's Warsaw Pact versus Germans in the the booklet, and then we have a Soviet section which introduces the T seventy two B tank battalion and company, and the SU seventeen fitter to um, the Red Banner lists. Yeah, so the actual um, battalion itself, it's. Um... Very much like the T80 battalion, in that you've got access to BMP3 in between. All of the toys. To Guskers and the AA section. But you can only have T72B tanks in your sort of combat platoons, as it were. Yeah. So you can't but mix and match in that battalion. Mm-hmm. The big change is that you get axe, rather than 88 used on the Warsaw Pact, you get the AT11, which is the oh, same yeah. as the T80. So the big difference there is it's 8 tank 22. And tandem warheads. Oh, so, as it stands right now, the only, only things with um, era are Warsaw packs. So it gets a bit. <laughs> yeah. Unless you had some scenario where, like, you know, Russia was invading one of the satellite states and was and facing off era versus <laughs> tanks. But how likely is that as a scenario? Well, the Czechs look around nervously. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, blocks. Czechs, Americans. Yeah. Um... 
<laughs> so what's in the new? What is in the new stars? Because I'm interested. Because we did um, gloss slightly over that. Is that? Yeah, well, I, 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 because I had to skip back up because I got distracted by the shiny dice tin. Oh, um, yeah. So the new so, starters, Lee. Is it universal? No, so it for for yep. all of them. It's a combined Warsaw pack. So it's called the Warsaw Pack Starter Set. It's all plastic, as you'd expect. You oh, get so seven this is a plastic now. Yeah, yeah, all, all the new aircraft will be. I imagine. Hmm. So probably an old Academy Ravel kit that's got yeah, um, I guess rehashed. Um, seven T seventy two Bs or mm-hmm. M's because you. I'm assuming you can build both out yep. of plastic. Five T fifty fives, you know, AMs or normal, whatever you want to do with those. Uh, two of the BRDM chassis, so it can be BRDM Ts. Gaskins or Spandrels, uh, two Hinds and two SU-17 fitters. That's pretty good. Along with the usual uh, rule book and start here booklet. I'm interested to see the point price point on that. That's pretty good. I imagine it'd be the same. Yeah, standard eighty was it eighty five pound these days. Yeah, it's pretty nice. That, I'm trying to work that out doesn't any- make any sense. Again, you buy two of those, stick them together, so you got like four air, four of each aircraft. Yep. Four. That's a big... Four Gaskins. Yep, which is a useful number. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 10, t- 10 T-55s, 14 T-72s. Might be a little bit excessive at that point, but if you build them's M's, it's probably not. Okay, so that one, confusingly, was the Warsaw Pack Starter Force subtitle T-72 Tank Battalion. Because mm-hmm. I just because the PDF is split the pages up, I scrolled down and said, where's the infantry then? And the infantry come in the other starter force. Oh, there's two. Okay. There's two. two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is, this is the BMP Motor Rifle Battalion, which to me looks kind of better. No, no. Yeah, you got, you got basically, yeah, you've got nine BMPs. Um, Effectively, you've got a mid-sized infantry company. You get, you get nine BMPs, nine, nine assault rifle teams, um, six RPG teams. You got five T fifty fives in support. Again, another two Gaskins, PRDMs, and then two Frogfoots. There's no helicopters that's, in that box. That's annoying. Because if you had fitters in there, that would be perfect to just bolt onto the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be actually, yeah. But they put Frogfoots. Yeah. In. Well you can probably okay. trade with someone. Yeah, oh, so it says it's for East Germans, but the infantry is the Soviet infantry rather than the East German yeah. infantry, which is very distinctive. That's just a good point. Are they actually bringing back the East German infantry? I'm well, the scrolling ones through. Of the weird little helmets. helmets. Yeah. Uh, yes, they don't. are. Yeah. Oh, are they? Oh, no, they are. Yeah, actually, that's the down. standard plastic. Yeah. So those models have gone by the wayside of SKU reduction. Dang. Wow. So if you okay. save up, wait wait a year, you can sell them on eBay and buy three other armies with them. I kind of wish I kept them in the blister pack now because I sold them for a profit. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't but, have um, the nice infantry then. That's true. I'm, 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 so I've been bizarrely, I've been using savers because I've never actually really painted these general ones. So one of the things <laughs> I'm going to do with doing Tidson pieces is finally doing the infantry as well. Just scrolling through as well, I just realised that the catalogue is helpfully uh, nationalised as to what options are available to what army. I didn't realise the Hales aren't available to the Czechs. Only to the Poles and the East Germans. 
Yeah, because obviously the Czechs just use their RM70s, don't yeah. they? Mm. But it just, you know, and, and again, the Caseys only appear in the East German list. Mm-hmm. Mm. Again, you always have Daners. Yeah, it just Daners are awesome. Yeah, but it does confirm actually that their um, T32 kit is used to build both all three yeah. variants. Yeah, because yeah. it'll just be the one box now going forward, which has yeah. cards in for no cards. All four. Four eight four four lists. Oh my Red God. banner, Czech, Polish, and East German. Oh, the Prakers come in a box of four. Oh, there you go. But they are not plastic. No. <laughs> it's it still bugs me. It's a plastic M109. I would have thought by now it'd be a plastic carnation. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone uses carnations. They appear I, everywhere. I get They're that, but you also. If you look at the carnation, it's probably the easiest thing in the world to cast in resin. Because <laughs> it is literally it's literally a school child's drawing of a you know an armored artillery piece. It's got I'm, I'm, it's a little bit too long for its own good. And then uh, it's just a box. <laughs> are the you know these support the motor rifle heavy weapons? It says they're yeah. all plastic. Is that hard plastic? No. So they're soft uh, plastic. I I, I don't recall. I am pretty sure they're they are all soft plastic. With the spigots and the a, yeah. AGS. Yeah, they're all, they're all soft, soft plastic. Okay. I recall Team Yankee ever having a hard plastic infantry. Yeah. Because that's why I was glad I got the metals. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. The little bit of paint you have in building get a much nicer finished model. And that's it. That is Warsaw Pact. I was just thinking this way, actually. You know, I'm pretty sure you can make a carnation that Osa did, the M- MTLB. Yes, the, the the troop carrying chassis thing that the Marines yeah, use. Yeah, Osa used for the SAP, their um, self-strayed missiles and stuff like that. Mm. I can't remember if it's MTLB or MTLBU, which is slightly different. But... Anyway, sorry, that's a small diversion there. But yeah, so... I think, you know, timing aside, this is a pretty good book, the actual Uh, I'm... How can I put it? I'm not surprised. uh, But I was hopeful there was going to be like the naval infantry or the the airborne oh, stuff for the poles. Oh, you're just wishlisting yeah, uh, now. No, well, no, is, am I? <laughs> but I do yes. think actually the airborne might... Maybe that will appear in... The um, what do you call it book? Wolverine or whatever it's called. Yeah. I because because they're tying into invasion of America. I suspect not to be it's like Cuban paratroops or something like that. But oh, stick with the film. Okay. But yeah, it, w- it would be nice to have have the like Polish paratroops and like um, naval infantry. But I guess you no. Know, yeah, no, it had been reflected by having like infantry with no transports and just telling that kind of thing. But, I know it's just, yeah. it was just, I mean, you've got the air assault company, I guess, the Polish stuff, air assault landing company. Yeah, you yeah. just use those. Yeah, you have an entire army of them. That's a bit yeah. weird. Well, you've already got the Afghan, the against haven't you? I mean, and the thing is, unlike the, unlike the Soviets, they don't really have they didn't have. Spe- um, specialized equipment by the 80s, I don't think. 
They at one point did have um, possibly had ASU 85s, but they got rid of them. Not for us. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So events then. Uh, 9th and 10th of April is Carivery Battlefield Hobbies in Daventry. Uh, 17th of May is Bunningrad, also Battlefield Hobbies in Daventry. Um, the European Team Championship is now the first weekend of August. It's now in Belgium. <laughs> Uh, the weekend after that, the 13th and 14th of August, is potentially the British Historical Games Society's weekend uh, at Trent University. We might find out about later. And the 12th and 13th of November is Warfare Reading at the Farnborough Exhibition Centre. Details TBA, which is our event. Looking forward to Carivery. Should be. So, have you guys settled what you're taking for Carivery yet? Uh, I know, obviously, you were talking briefly about it at the start of the show, but. Flamed arming car, armor cars with flamethrowers and dustbins. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Are you, is, is that what you're seriously taking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> fair enough. I might take Brimbars. <laughs> what, be... an army of Brimbars? An no, army of Brimbars uh, sieging a city. But... No. Uh, you can't do it. Can't even do it in late war, can you? No, there is absolutely no way, as well, um, <laughs> that Brumbars are going to survive uh, the trip to Daventry <laughs> in one in one piece. Yeah. You'd get there, it'd just be a pile of resin dust. <laughs> some, exactly. Some shirts and falling. Some shirts and exactly. They'll just. I mean, the shirts and leap off them just looking at them. Um, so yeah, there's there's that. I, I, I am tempted by the Americans. To do what the D-Day you, Americans. What what army have you played the most with? Yes. Late war. Uh, consistently nothing. Okay. Because it's always been you played the most with. Yeah, again, uh, probably Germans overall. But they they those lists tend to be very one trick ponies. Uh, I refuse to take Pat Front. I refuse to take uh, yeah. 116th Panzer. I don't know the right stuff for it anyway. Well, I mean, each list um, you build is so specialised, it's hard yes. to get that all round a list. Although I could take, Americans. I could take an R2 formation. That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Take your armour cars on with my extraordinarily slow um, 1939 hardware. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I laugh in 17-pounder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, come on, 17 pounder versus that. That's not, that's not even, <laughs> that's not even playing the same game at that point. <laughs> I shot a mobile wagon with one once. Yeah. Oh, Take it off. <laughs> uh, no, I think wherever it's going to be, it will be an infantry force because I have, uh, I think we talked about this a, lot, a few times now, is I have come to, uh, come to peace with the fact that I am an infantry player. Okay. There will be an infantry centric force, which is why I'm thinking, well, that's good I'm, I'm going to look. Actually, I might look at the bulge list because you can take the rifle, the second infantry division stuff from bulge, and it changes the points because it becomes um, the four plus to hit. So yeah, instead yes. of having to take a veteran rifle, which is quite expensive, you can take the, the kind of mid halfway house. Yeah. So I might have a look at those as well, just as an option. The only thing I haven't got is things like jumbos. So if I do take some tanks. I can't, you know, I can't take advantage of the fact that I've got a jumbo available, yeah. um, which isn't a big deal. But yeah, I might, I might have a look at those. Uh, I can always lend you some tanks if you need a jumbo or uh, easy eight or whatnot. That's true. Uh, if you decide you go that way, 
It's either that or, it, yeah. I, I, I don't know, I do like the Germans. But the problem I have is that I used the Germans with that list that then got immediately banned or FAQ'd. <laughs> and it wasn't that good to start, to start with. I mean, See, the, thing, I... the thing to remember is if you're going to go mono list and not take a swap out, you need the missions are going to be dictated by the table. Yeah. So you want to, you know, you need a Swiss Army knife list. Uh, I could, or I could just accept that I'm not going to do very well on some of them. I guess. I mean, that is obviously the other option. I was just thinking, I've got how many how many flat pans I've got now? One, two, eight, about eight, nice. four seventies. Nice. So I could do twenty first Panzer. Oh, I could. Do, I could just do twenty first Panzer. That'd be fun. You could. Again, though, I think surviving the trip might be a bit of a, a challenge <laughs> with all those. I mean, Hammy does sell super glue. It's not so much the, the the gluing; it's the the time to repair. Well, you get them all fixed by the time you have to go home on the Sunday night. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That might be quite. I mean, it's all. They're not very good. They are awful. But I still think you should take your key flip list. There's nothing wrong with the key flip list. It is nice. Is it? Is you, it? Is you it painted? With it. You beat me with it. Mm. Is it painted, Dunk? Yeah. Just take that. Do it. Or British as oh. well. Yeah, we can we can share all the fire tokens over the weekend. The only thing I might tweak on it actually is that I'm not convinced by the 51st Highland Division card. Yeah, which saves me two points. A, a, a fluffy point. It's thing. a fluffy thing. Uh, I don't know. I might have a look at that because it just it just feels like two points that don't ever come up yeah. or very rarely come up. Essentially gives you a better rally within six and line of sight unit commander who's already given you a reroll. And yeah. it's only a plus one. That's so it only takes not... you from a five up rally to a four up rally, I think. So it's not even like it's it's like well it's alright. For two points. Yeah. It's as bad as swim wagons. Uh, swim wagons are three. <laughs> so it's almost as bad. Yeah, almost as a swim wagon. Oh my <laughs> god. Not again. Same, Why do you take swim wagons? Because I, I, I'm not. No. <laughs> no, just no. Why are they two, three points? Oh my god! <laughs> One day you'll come up against a massive river and go, "I wish I had swim wagons," <laughs> because then at least you could drive across them with your four-up cross and get stuck half the time oh. you try to move. <laughs> that reminds me. Who's, have I got my buffaloes? Did you give me my buffaloes? Yeah, should do. Oh, what if I could use buffaloes? In the big box. Thank you to Mr. Gorgonzola Goddard. Yeah, that might be interesting. Us Ooh, buffaloes. buffaloes. Buffaloes, I think, are three points. Same points as a shrimp wagon, but, you know, armoured and three machine guns each and fully amphibious as well. Um, yeah. Just saying. Um <laughs> But that I'd, I'd have to paint them, but that might be quite cool. That would be fun. But key flint list. Can you fit those in the key? Is that what you're saying? Drop the Highland card. No, I remember yeah, crossing. Yeah. yeah, I might, I might uh, rejig it because I've actually got painted defrock priests. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, do that. Yeah, defrock priests because they use drop, them. Drop the Highland card. I've got fine. Stick- there is six points in transports. Then it's quite, it's quite expensive. Do you have to do the whole platoon? Do I have to? No. 
right. And we're going to? Sorry, Probably, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't, need... The, the, don't need to what? You don't need to do the whole company, do you? You just need to do the one platoon. Yeah, I know. I don't, I, again, don't have to. Uh... What? And then that, that gives me enough transport capacity to put my formation commander in as well. Yes. Can have a look at that. I like that I'll idea now. Have a look at it and we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's got fifty cows all over the place as well. Burn a nation I'll, for the nation. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see your half track, half tracks, uh, American infantry, and I'll raise you priests. <laughs> just, just, just raise them up. Yeah. They're taller. They're far yeah, taller. Higher high, high silhouette. Uh... <laughs> I think that makes the British want. quite dangerous. Oh. That's that an idea. Cool. Wait till, wait till you get ram kangaroos in the book, in the bowls books. Yeah, that, that's that's proper Sherman with no turret, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's got it's got, a little, it's got a little machine gun turret still. Does it? I thought it was yeah, completely yeah. open. Is it not? No. Yeah, so remember on the ram on the on the, the whole ram, MG, isn't it? It's got like a crusader style whole MG. Oh, the deck turret. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that stays, but yeah, the main, the main turret comes off to get their um, yeah, big hatch in the top. Oh, <laughs> there's no default priest card. There is a kangaroo transport. Yeah, but it's it's, it's so they, they were referred to as priest kangaroos officially, but obviously default priest was the nickname. Right. Okay. So I need to. Okay. Yeah, the three points. They've got carrying to capacity of three teams. And how many points are they? Three points. For each one, no, for the three of them. Well, you get one for every three infantry teams, and I think the oh, okay. rifles have got nine stands, so you get three for each. So let's get this right you'll pay three points for those, but not stream wagons. Well, <laughs> yes, because <laughs> they but also, why are they the same points as a buffalo? <laughs> this makes no sense. This makes no <laughs> sense. Why is this happening? Welcome to the crazy <laughs> cards. What? <laughs> I just... That's bizarre. Also, so you can give it to a rifle company HQ, so you can pay three points for one one ram. Or, uh, well, sorry, one kangaroo. This is ridiculous. I demand to see Phil Yates. No, he's going to be here all night. Should we shoot and scoot and leave him to it? <laughs> right, so which? So we're going to go with skill four plus, seems like what the Warsaw Pack guys have. Exactly that, mate. Right, let's look. It's a four. Hooray! Successfully shoot and scoot. Shot and scoot. The Albert Trainmaker podcast you've been listening to is Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War podcast for the team of Breakthrough Assault in the UK. It's really by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, and an unfortunate release schedule. Why does this not make any sense?
Miniature procurement. It's, it's a general feature of it. <laughs> uh, the sons of Duncan having a nervous, having a nervous breakdown always. Uh, but why? The, but, the, but the buffalo's the same. It's got more machine guns than it's amphibious. And it's the same points cost. Why are you paying three points for one if you give it to the HQ? This makes no sense. <laughs> 